Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas for $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Hey, does anyone want to learn French with me? Because I've decided in 2024 that I want to learn French. And thankfully, I have Rosetta Stone. So you better hop on and so we can learn French together. Rosetta Stone has the amazing true accent feature, which is so helpful, especially in French. You get feedback on how well you're actually pronouncing words. Plus, they have 25 languages to choose from. So if you're not going to learn French with me, I'm sure you can find some other people who will learn a language with you. But I'm on the French team this year. Come on, folks, join me. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, and that's why we drink listeners, can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash drink. That's rosettastone.com slash drink. So, hey, welcome back to our special show called... Our very special show. <laughs> called, and that's why we drink. What? Oh, my God. What? I'm just opening my milkshake right now. What? Look at how empty this fucker is. That's my whole milkshake. They gave me half a fucking cup. <laughs> There's just like a cherry in the milk. <laughs> that's literally... That's Do you not eat the cherry? No. Can I please eat it? Are you kidding me? That's my favorite part. <gasps> yeah. Did you ever see How I Met Your Mother? We're doing the olive theory. Oh my theory. God. Which ended up being a lie though. Okay. Well. Remember? I didn't finish the episode. No, it was in the end of the series. It turns out the entire time... Spoiler alert. The entire time, Lily was pretending to not like olives. That's love, though. I know, because she knew how much he liked them. And, like, so she played along for, like, Well, I really, years. I really hate maraschino cherries, so please eat them all the time. Oh, I thought you were just doing it because you love me. Oh, I was. Just kidding. Thanks for that. All right, so, guys, uh, while Em drinks her tiny milkshake. <laughs> I'm pissed. This is going to take three spoonfuls. It's a big-ass milkshake. I'm if, a big-ass person. If it were in a different cup, it would look like a big-ass milkshake. Just... Just do what you're supposed to say. All right. We got our... Okay. Em and I had a moment last night because we got our first fan mail to our P.O. box. Yep. We the, did. And they sent me a little photo. Also, do you want to, like, say our address or anything so we can get more? I can triangulate something finally. Oh, yeah. 1920 Hillhurst Avenue, number 1064, Los Angeles, California, <laughs> 90027. Yep. I memorized it. Good. And then you have to address it too, and that's why we drink. Yeah, I we definitely triangulated a location that <laughs> UNGO will be at at some point. <laughs> there was an episode of My Favorite Murder where Georgia was like, I'm scared to go to my P.O. box because I don't want people to like be waiting for me. I'd be cool with people waiting, just not the ones that want to kill us. They'll definitely recognize Geo. A thousand percent. I don't want anyone waiting. If they're waiting for me, that they have a problem. Okay, you heard it here first. She won't be impressed if you're there, so just stay home. <laughs> Unless you have gifts for me. Okay. <laughs> That's all it takes. All right. Or so wine. We got... The, well, that counts. So we have this beautiful letter. It has, like, a purple paisley envelope, and it's from Utah. It is from Utah. We're going to open it. Oh, wow. Look at the card. It matches. That's very immaculate. It's very... Oh, there's, oh, there's two. two cards. One for me? I wonder. Is there one for me? <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know? Okay, well, I won't read mine yet. Do yours no, first. No, no, just open it. You sure? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really actually adorable. Please look, look at this. 
Happy late birthday, M. And, and ransom. Someone literally cut out a magazine. I've always wanted someone to do this for me with not involving a kidnapping. They wrote X-Teen because they didn't want to write all the letters of my name. <laughs> Did they really? <laughs> X-Teen. That's adorable. That's... Holy shit, what's oh. this? What's this symbol? I don't know what it means. Oh my god. Are we, like, are we bad for not Wait, knowing? that's... Are they gender signs? It looks like it, but then there's a... But then there's a cross. Uh-oh. And an S? Is Wait, this is a it, puzzle? Are we gonna a, die? Oh my god. Is this actual a, a ransom? Oh no. We might have to crack a code. Uh-oh, I think I triangulated a little too hard. <laughs> That's definitely a gender. Yeah, that's which because they're oh, both. Wait, this is a gender too. Yeah, they're both genders. So then, what's T and S? T and S. Transsexual. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I, are we supposed to know? I'm scared. Is someone blackmailing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know what to do. Blaze, you have a Yale degree. <laughs> come here. You're a doctor. You come need here. to come here. He doesn't seem happy to A lot be. of people would be thrilled to be on the podcast. I don't think it means anything. I think they're just the random symbols that they decided to assemble. What? X. I'm scared. Who did this? Okay, here's the other <laughs> thing. They didn't put a name. <laughs> they did it just to freak you out, to make it look like Zodiac Killer stuff. Oh, maybe it's oh, a Zodiac Killer oh, stuff. Oh, this Hang is on, fun. Let's... He has a Yale degree. Wait, maybe it means that they're crossing out the two genders or something fuck binaries is yeah. that what it means maybe i think we're looking at this from a social aspect i know they're probably like wait this is not at all what was could happening. it have anything to do with the fact that it's happy late birthday maybe mean anything but the, it's the gender symbols are the only thing that we can like for sure make out i'm a piece of shit i don't know which is the female one and which is the male one what's the blaze which is the female <laughs> one <laughs> hang on no, i'll just look it up i'll look it up one that doesn't have a penis. huh the one that's erect is the boy? Yes. Oh, the one that goes down the is one the female? The one that's standing okay, is the Okay, so girl. that's a man, that's a woman. Is it maybe, like, the person who made it, is that their, like, signature? Maybe. Yeah, maybe we're just reading into it. Maybe this is, like, their own little thing that they do. Maybe she's like, my name is Toos. <laughs> I'm sure that's not right. <laughs> my name is male, female, T-S-S. <laughs> <laughs> Male, female, TSX. <laughs> That's for sure what it is. <laughs> Cracked it. My brother will be like, uh, you're dumb. This Slip this under the door. Tell him, tell him, tell him we need his okay. help. <laughs> Should have like some blood splatter on it. <laughs> he says in a couple minutes. All right. <clears throat> So, this week, I'm drinking 19 Crimes from Kirk, my dude. I'm surprised you haven't finished it. Is well, it good? I wanted to save it till like, we were What's recording. it taste like? Is it, does it taste It tastes different? It's called a dark red. It tastes like blood. It tastes good. It tastes better than the wine I buy. Oh. What are you drinking besides your tiny-ass milkshake? I'm drinking, I'm, I went to that diner again that I went to a while ago that had, like, the 50 milkshakes. Wait, so was it different then? Did they give you a bigger <clears throat> milkshake? Then? Yeah, they gave me an appropriately sized shake. That's weird. <laughs> um, okay, first I want to do a quick special shout-out to Derek because we accidentally left him out of last month's uh, pa- uh, listener's oh. patron shout-out episode. We're garbage. 
I know. Sorry, it, Derek. It was my fault because I was transferring all the names over. So she's the one that color codes them. So I, I read all the colors that I was supposed to read. I know. Sorry. It's not Em's fault. It's my fault. I sent him an email to apologize. He's like, that's okay. And I was like, oh, no, it's, babe. it's not okay. So Derek, sorry. Thank you for your support. You know, that is fun that you, since you do so much of the work, you, you will also have most of the responsibility <laughs> if we fuck up. I take the blame. <laughs> He's entering. Oh. Did you solve it? <laughs> I slid it under your door. Okay. Do you want to guess what Blaze's guess was? Yeah. It was, oh, it probably doesn't mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> That's the least likely scenario. Nobody like a girl, just, a girl drew that twice. Like she, there was a reason she drew it. She didn't just like color around for no reason. How do you know it's a girl? It's a girl. Because it has. Killer? That's what she said. That's what Blaze said. Oh, that's what Blaze said. This is how Blaze gets no credit ever because everyone says I get, I do things. I don't do anything. Blaze's loud answer is it doesn't mean anything, and then he whispers, <laughs> maybe it's a zodiac. <laughs> so how, nobody knows what Blaze thinks. Maybe it's her family seal. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Well, now now all the listeners are interested, and then once it's revealed... Oh my god, we should do, like, a crack the code. And then yeah. it'll be something really inappropriate or really offensive. It's probably, like, really it means bad. eggplant dick. Yes. Like, <laughs> it's probably, like, I hate transgender people. <laughs> I hate this podcast. <laughs> I hate you and Christine. Say, yeah, the most offensive I hate <laughs> any male and or female who is involved in this podcast. All right, yeah, maybe we'll have, like, a crack the code special. Anyway... Christine, remember in our first episode when we were like, let's be really quiet and hide everyone, and now the dog and Alex and Blaze are all out here <laughs> eating and watching TV. And, and I'm forcing them to talk into the microphone. <laughs> We've really lost our, our game. We've lost our finesse from the early episodes. Welcome to And That's Why We Drink. Oh, He has po- so much... But po- this was his debut. He has so much popcorn in his mouth, and I smell it on my face now because he just leaned Starring in. Starring Alexander Schieffer. Are you welcome to the second episode of the newlywed game? There you go. Aw, look, he's got Adam it. And Christine, he's got it. Are you okay? I had to swallow my popcorn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you drinking again? Oh, because uh, so I'm not going to say the name, but there's a deodorant company out there that has been getting a lot of uh, lawsuits. Dub degree acts. I'm not saying okay. I don't want to like get sued, but like. They had, like, this huge outbreak of, I guess, a lot of people were saying that they were getting chemical burns from it. Oh, like the rashes or yeah. whatever. Yeah, so I got that. <gasps> so It's supposed to suck. It does suck. It does suck so oh, bad. Like, no. it, like It's, like, bad. Wait, afterward, you have to tell me, because I just bought new deodorant. You have to tell no, me. No, I know you don't wear this deodorant. Oh, because you saw my deodorant? Yeah, in the back. And I've smelt you before. You don't. We don't, we don't wear the same deodorant. <laughs> I've smelt you. Okay, fine. All right. And uh, and he doesn't either because I've been in your bathroom, not because I smell. Blaze him. doesn't like wear deodorant because he somehow doesn't smell bad ever. Yeah, a million I know. reasons. Listen, let's just put that on the list I have of why to buy he's perfect. Clinical strength deodorant. <laughs> and my boyfriend's like, mm, I won't wear it today, and I'm like, fuck you. Nah, I'll just walk in the breeze and see what happens. Yeah. So anyway, that's what I'm dealing with right now. So I. Like, I researched it for a while. I was like, what the fuck is going on with my armpits? And I had to Google it, and I found out that there was, like, all these cases. And I was like, oh, shit. So now I I haven't bought new deodorant yet. And so, like, today I was like, I'm not going to deal with this anymore. So I didn't wear deodorant today. So, like, I feel stinky. I don't. I, like, keep checking, but I just, but like, feel feeling, gross. I know. You get that feeling of, like, I forgot something. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I just feel. So I keep, like, checking, but I think I'm good. Um, you want to know why I drink? 
Why do you drink? I drink because I was on my birthday. I hosted the or I was at the two girls, one pup show and this girl and her friend walk in and I go, hi, are you here for the show? And they both kind of look at me. And as I'm like finishing my sentence, I realize it's Aubrey Plaza. Oh, really? As in like from Parks and Rec, et cetera. And then she just goes. I just wanted to buy some dog food. Like, can I buy some dog food? I was like, yes, please. Like, the store's still open. We're just hosting a comedy show. And she's like, okay. And just walked past. That must have been the weirdest thing for her to have walked into if you're not aware. Totally. And I, like, didn't realize who it was. So I was like, are you here for the show? And there's, like, all these dogs. And she's like, what the fuck is going on? Because... It's literally a pet store. It's in a pet store. It's like going to PetSmart and there's now like a red carpet yeah. and a comedy show happening. Yeah. Like so we had, she was probably like, what the fuck yeah, is going on? Yeah, she's like, I just go to this pet store every week to get my dog food. And now there's like Kyle Kinane is performing. Nice to know that she's a celebrity who goes on and does her own errands. Yes. And she also wasn't wearing any makeup and everything. And I was like, oh, good for her. She looked great. Like now, a normal person. The other reason I drink is that I quit my job. I know we said this last time, but... It's official now? It's official. It's my last Friday on the job. I have three more days, and then I'm going to focus on this fucking podcast, guys. I have a whole list of stuff I'm going to discuss with them about our Patreon page. No spoilers, but there's a lot of cool shit that I think we're going to plan for you guys. People who are already donating, there's more coming, and people who want to donate, like, Your money's going to the right a good place because we have a lot of ideas so many ideas. we just currently can't afford many of them so, so we're, we're picking and choosing brainstorming currently yeah so we're creating all sorts of cool new stuff i have like a whole list of brainstorming ideas that em and i are gonna have a production meeting and come up with new patreon ideas um to everyone who's written in itunes reviews thank you if you guys could just leave us a review it takes like a minute if that and it really 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 helps us mm-hmm. on in itunes rankings um and that's my only promotion for right now so that's all i have no updates we love you guys so now i guess now that we've just wasted everyone's time for a while do you want to tell your story yeah let me crack it open oh you were so close you almost said your catchphrase i know i i heard it i heard Mm -hmm. it happen (laughs) like a pirate christine just pulled the cork out of her bottle with her teeth at least it's a bottle with her what are you drinking i we already talked about this in me yeah okay I almost just, like, went right into these notes. I almost just, like, said the first bullet without actually introducing it at all. <laughs> I was like... On October 8th. In 1883. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm doing uh, a place that was recommended by a couple people. Um, it's called the Waverly Hills Sanatorium. Oh, my God. People have been... Yeah, people have been talking about this. Like, tweeting about it and Facebooking about it. Uh, all right. So, the Waverly hills sanatorium sanitarium i should probably know but i don't like how you look at me yeah i'm like "Hmm, what is it sanitarium sanitarium i think so yeah okay but also maybe sanatorium (laughs) waverly hills that's what we're gonna call it it sounds like a country club i got it written somewhere in here we'll find out sanatorium i was wrong it's sanatorium interesting okay so waver the story begins in 1883 it was a dark and stormy night okay Well, no, it wasn't. So Waverly Hill was a plot of land, and it was purchased by Thomas Hayes in 1883 for him and his family. And since the new home was so far away from existing schools, he decided to open it as a local school for his daughters to attend. So it was a one-room schoolhouse, and he hired one woman named Lizzie Harris to be the teacher. 
and since she wanted to really teach English, she was really passionate about these novels called Waverly novels Hmm. written by Walter Scott. And so she named the school the Waverly School after the novel she wanted to teach. So um, Major Hayes liked how peaceful sounding it was, which is the opposite of what it became. Yeah, I was going to say foreshadowing. So he named the property Waverly Hill. So it was the Waverly School was on Waverly Hill. Gotcha. Um, So... This was in the 1880s, so it was right around the early 1900s, and that was when tuberculosis was really big. Oh, God. A.K.A. the White Death, a.k.a. the White Plague, a.k.a. consumption. Consumption, as we learned. And, uh... As you learned. So, I... As I learned. So, this was... The Waverly Hill, I should have said, was in, like, Louisville, Kentucky. Oh, that was was my next question. So, that was also, like... It's actually pronounced Louisville. Louisville. In Kentucky... (laughs) So in that area, it was a lot of swamplands, which meant like perfect breeding ground for the bacteria of tuberculosis at the time. So that whole town was like, it got hit really hard with tuberculosis. So a lot of people got sick there. So pretty much right away, the school ended up becoming a hospital. Oh, God. Um, So the board of tuberculosis, I guess there's a board for that. Sure. uh, They ended up buying out the Waverly School. Because there was something that was happening where a hospital that was getting built in the city, but they made some law that they didn't have to recognize, like, serious cases of tuberculosis patients. Because I guess either they were a lost cause or they were more of an inconvenience because they would get other people sick. Something like that. Ooh. And so instead, um, there was a grant to the board of $25,000 where they could go build another facility for, like, the really bad cases. So that way they were all kind of quarantined in another They're area. just, like... Sh- them somewhere else yeah. yeah so to try to contain the disease they bought the waverly school and also built a two-story wooden sanatorium sanatorium got it originally it housed 20 patients and uh eventually once they used the 25 grand and built it up they were able to fit 40 patients as of 1912 but in 1914 a new section was created for children patients and patients of children because uh, once you had tuberculosis you really couldn't take care of your kids oh wait what do you mean patients of children yeah like the patients like tuberculosis patients couldn't take care of their kids anymore so they had a section for those kids to like live essentially oh you mean children of patients yeah uh so they had that whole new area and eventually the full capacity of the sanatorium was 140 patients mm. and waverly hills the whole because remember from the last story where we talked about consumption, <laughs> where which was the Stanley Hotel? Yep, yep, yep. Because the biggest cure at that time was just fresh air. Sure. So the Waverly Hill, Waverly Hills was so far away from everyone that um, their whole they they considered the whole plot of land the property of the sanatorium, but it was so big that it had its own zip code. Oh, shit. Fun fact, it was a self-contained community, but, like, it had its own um, post office, water treatment facility, it grew its own fruits and vegetables, and it raised its own meat for slaughtering. Are you serious? Yeah, it was, like, a whole, its own community. Holy shit. But the downside to that was once you were on that land, like, you had, you could never leave because you were surrounded by really sick people. You were quarantined. It was basically a death sentence. Like, yeah, you could live there and... Never had to go anywhere else, but it's because you never, you couldn't, you weren't allowed to. So, I mean, who else lived there? Like, nurses? It was just, like, hospital staff and employees. 
and then patients you were an unlucky hospital staff who had to work there oh but also i like to think of it as like la interns where it's like i'll I'll be quarantined with the tuberculosis patients sure please give me a job i got a job working in medicine yeah (laughs) yeah so i'm gonna roll with it so in 1924 due to constant repairs and uh like they just needed more space so they could house more people. Uh, construction began for it to become a five-story building, Jeez. which happened in 1926, and it was able to hold more than 400 patients. Oh shit! So that was like that was the final number of patients that were housed there. Yeah. And although the hospital tried to help its patients with like several different sorts of medical methods at the time, a lot of them, of course, were inhumane. Ugh. So one of them was, I guess, to help put fresh air in their lungs. Oh, no. The, it's nothing like the last story, li- so we're good. N- nothing is like... Nothing's like... L- LaLaurie. The LaLaurie Mansion. Nothing. Uh, That's a dark spot in our Honestly, history. I did that just to desensitize you enough that this won't mean anything at this Kay. point. So I have a guess of what it is. Patients' lungs were exposed to ultraviolet light um, to try and stop the spread of bacteria, so they would put you in sunrooms, which were artificial light in place of sunlight. Uh-huh. So if it was dark, they would still keep you in bright light so your body would think you were in fresh air. But you end up just going crazy because you could never sleep. Oh, they didn't, like, literally expose your lungs like you... They like, exposed you. Oh, I thought they were going to cut them open and <laughs> expose their lungs or something. I nah. was like... <laughs> um, also, uh, so it's like a tanning bed forever. Like, you yes. live in a tanning bed. Yes. Okay. And uh, That's healthy. Patients were placed in front of windows or open porches to get fresh air, <laughs> like, 24-7. That's awful. No, but 24-7, no matter the season. So there's a lot of old photographs that show the patients in chairs uh, while literally covered in snow. What so like, the f- As if that's going to help your... It's freshest. It's the freshest air. It's immune, pure white snow. Your immune disease. Right, yeah. And so other treatments um, that were involved... This one's kind of fucked up, but they inserted balloons Mm-mm. into the lungs. Oh, my God. And then filled the balloon with air so they would, underneath the lungs, help expand the lungs so that the lungs would be more open so you could breathe more air in. But there's a fucking balloon in the way. Like, no is one that, thought about that. Is that a thing? Does that work? No. Actually, someone actually had a collapsed lung because of it. Oh, fuck. I was going to say, it seems like... In the 1800s, maybe that actually sure. was a really smart idea. It seemed revol- It seems almost, like, sensible in a way. But they also were doing it to a point where they were breaking people's ribs. Yeah, no, Because, no. like, they were, like the lungs were inflating so much that before oh, no. the lung could puncture, the and rib PS, was And P.S., I would broken. never let someone put a balloon in my lung, but... Also, it's one thing to, like, break your rib from the outside in, but, like, the inside out. It's oh, just like my. a Freddy Krueger. And collapsing your lung. Okay, uh-uh. So operations involved muscles and ribs being removed so that they could expand the lungs even further than necessary. Other patients suffered electroshock therapy, typical. Oh, right. Because why not? other experimental surgeries, including intentional lung collapsing. <gasps> because apparently they thought they could revive it in time. What the fuck? Uh, they would also put heavy sandbags on the patient's chests to keep them in the same position for several hours <gasps> instead of trying to move. Um, what? Just things like that. That doesn't make sense. I don't as if as if I'm expecting any of this. To in make the sense. 1800s, I could have been a doctor and been like, "Let's all eat candy," and they'd be like, "Woohoo!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what's that? What's that? Robin Williams, Patch Adams. Yeah, Patch Adams. Well, also that's a fucking clown. So I would be Patch Adams. Oh my god! Basically, that was you <laughs> in a past life. <laughs> Except my movie wouldn't suck. Except you weren't. Li- what? That was a great movie. I didn't like it. It actually. I made, think it made it maybe I it reminded me too much of myself. And it made me cry a lot. So maybe that's why it was oh. very sad. Yeah, because he died. Spoiler. Spoiler. There you go. 
Uh, so on the property, there was an underground tunnel. This is the cool part. Of course. There's always, an there's always a tunnel. I love the tunnels. On the property, there was an underground tunnel that led from the entrance to the bottom of a steep 500-foot hill. From the entrance? Did I read that right? Uh, sure. Yeah, from the entrance, and then there was a, there was a hill. Well, you'll figure it out. You'll figure it out because I'm about to explain it better. We have a whiteboard. Do you want to <laughs> draw, draw me a diagram? No, like it, so basically, um, before I finish my notes, basically it was used during the winter to gather supplies without having to go down the hill to have to lug it back up or to expect cars of that time to have to go up icy hills and bring you the supplies. So they had like a cable system through this tunnel that would bring everything up to the hill for you. Oh, gotcha. Okay. I'm probably about to just repeat that. Yeah, staff used it. To receive supplies in the winter and coal too, because it didn't have heaters back then. Sure. And it also was easier to get more supplies at one time instead of having to do small trips. Right. And then nobody had to go into the actual. Right. And also because it was underground and during the winter, the people who were on either end of the hall, like they didn't have to actually really go outside. They just had to like stand by the tunnel uh-huh. and drag things. And it just like kept everyone warm, especially when they were sick. And, you know, then again, the staff gets to stay inside yeah. the tunnel to stay warm, but we're going to put all of our patients out on the snowy porch. I was like, they didn't get the same health benefits as all the people <laughs> right. lying under a snowbank. So this area, this tunnel specifically became known as the death tunnel. Oh, good. Or the body chute. Oh, that's fun. Because not only was it a loading dock for supplies, but it became a loading dock for the patient's corpses. Dun, dun, dun. In the tunnel, doctors and morticians would also prepare the bodies and drain them. No. Because at that time, they thought if you basically disemboweled and totally, like, (gasps) basically wrung the body out of any liquids, it, like, put all the bacteria... It got rid of all the bacteria, so you were just throwing the body away without spreading the disease. Oh, no, Mike. But if you wrong... Listen to this. They were putting... They were wringing all these bodies out and basically juicing them. And guess where they were putting it? In the sewer. Oh, 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 (laughs) and that's disgusting. Like, in the septic tanks. Like, so, like... That's disgusting. Anyway, enjoy not catching tuberculosis. That's fucked up. (sighs) To be continued. I like my whole (laughs) microphone almost fell. Um, <laughs> that was my slow motion what falling. Was that? Because that was me going whoa, but in slow motion, like whoa. is that what it's not? Oh, okay. I mean, that wasn't intentional, but it worked out. I liked it. So the doctors and morticians would prepare the bodies, drain them, and put them in caskets. So they would then be loaded onto waiting trains at the bottom of the hill to be sent to funeral homes Ugh. or to crematoriums. Uh, if the bodies began to stack up because it was so cold out that new loads weren't coming in regularly and the bodies were literally stacking up they would just cremate them there on the spot without preparing them would literally just set them on fire in a giant pile god um they would uh yeah they would cremate them before they would actually be able to ship them to a proper crematorium and it was done down here not not only was the cremating done down there but the whole preparing a dead body and loading it out to the hill um, they did all of that downstairs on purpose so that none of the patients upstairs who were sick would have to see everyone's bodies because uh, they were trying to, like, keep them in cards. Morale. They, yeah, for morale, really. <laughs> literally to boost morale. Oh, fuck. I mean, at least they tried. Well, I guess because one of their methods to get them better is to keep them outside all the time. Through this tunnel, they could put them onto the trains without... If anyone was outside and looking, they still couldn't see the caskets being loaded in. There were there wasn't like a pile of right like bodies you just, on fire. You just never had to see the bodies. Oh, good. And the majority of the hospital's patients ended up 
going through the death tunnel. They oh, no. going through the death tunnel. Went down the body chute. That is just so dark. So it was um, in 1943. That's all the history of it. But I'm just going to like catch up to where we are now in the world. So that was for that came out in 1926 was the beginning of like the big 400 person hospital. And then in 1943, um, the invention of streptomycin came out, which was basically like a, a, a cure-all for TB, uh. or at least it was the beginning of a cure-all. And so tuberculosis started declining um, really drastically, and there was no need for a hospital anymore. So it was open for another like 15 years or so, and then by 1960, the hospital closed. And then it kind of, they dabbled with it being a couple other things, but the only real thing that stayed for a while was it became a geriatric nursing home. Oh, boy. And I guess a lot of those patients were also abused. And <gasps> they were oh. neglected, and electroshock was still being used on some of them because most of the people in that nursing home had dementia, and so they thought electroshock therapy would bring their memory oh, back. Oh, I mean, that's, like, elder abuse is one of those things that... It's just so sad. It's just the darkest, darkest thing. We could, we could really have a dark conversation about that I, in private yeah. sometime, because I could... <laughs> I could get into that. Me too. Let's do it another. Let's. If you want a bonus episode on the dark, <laughs> on the dark. I thought you were going to say if we get through this fast enough, my reward is we get to hang out and talk. No, if you're a Patreon subscriber, you can get a reward of listening to a dark episode on geriatric abuse. <laughs> you're welcome. Yeehaw! Thanks for giving us your money. Okay, so, uh, so it stayed at geriatric home for a little bit and then due to all of the neglect and abuse that ended up shutting down real quick like thank god within like 10 15 years wow actually no more like 20 years but still it was it was gone yeah so then by the 80s there were all these ideas for it to become a, like a minimum security prison they thought it could become a bunch of apartments and oh, like they they were trying all these things but nobody wanted to donate the money to it so they always ended up falling short and the plans get ended up getting scrapped right so by 1990, it was just abandoned. A lot of squatters were in there. One homeless man actually was sleeping in the building, and two teenage boys who were involved in the occult, of course, Duh. entered the building, murdered him in the name of Satan, and threw his body down in an empty elevator chute. Um, what the fuck? He also had a dog with him. I was wondering if I should even bring that up. <laughs> there was no information about the dog, for the record. I, that dog might have left. He might have gotten out of there the second he sensed trouble. So in 1996... Uh, someone bought it. His name was Robert Alberhaski. Yeah. And he and his church bought Waverly Hills to construct the world's tallest statue of Jesus on the site, along with like an arts and worship center. It's about time. It's about, it's about, I've been waiting, actually. It's about time somebody Where does, can I find Jesus the biggest? Somebody does some good around there. So once again, there was not enough to donate that. Well, keep in mind, he wanted like a state of the art worship center and church and then wanted to do all these like wanted to make a park so oh. they could have all their like So it wasn't just a statue of Jesus. No, it was, it was like a full oh. church plan. Like they had like they wanted the land to become all church activities. It was a 12 million dollar project. Holy cow. And they ended up saying crap. no thanks. So they dropped that in 97. Although now these days with mega churches that might they could bring that back now. Oh, those things exist in where I'm from for sure. Mm -hmm. So then it stayed abandoned again. And as of 2001, it was sold to uh, a couple who now hold tours there. And it's like it, they do like the haunted house attraction during Halloween. Um, and all the proceeds go, go to restoring the property. Wow. 
Wow. And they plan on turning the facility into a haunted bed and breakfast. I was about to say, I guarantee it's a bed and breakfast. It's, but a it's going to be. And they currently, I thought this was the coolest part, they currently host laser light shows during Christmas. So if you guys have seen, like, the um, YouTube videos of, like, a house and, like, all the windows going crazy, like, you don't actually go in there for the laser light show. You stand outside and the entire thing lights up through Do the windows. Do they have, like, the music? Yeah. You... Yeah. That's so cool. So they, they hold laser light shows during Christmas. So anyway, that's all the history, and that's what it, they still currently do. I checked, and they, like, have tickets right now for their Christmas light show starts this Thanksgiving. I only live a couple hours from Louisville if you want to come home and Louisville. see it with oh. me. Aww. It's a date. That'd be fun. Oh, my God. Someday when it's a haunted bed and breakfast, we should go. One day when we get enough Patreon donators and they fund us traveling around looking at haunted houses together. Yeah. With, like, a half wine tour, half haunted tour. When we don't tell anybody that we're using their money to... Uh, Do you realize how many, like, perfect dates we'll be going on together? Oh, my God. It'll be adorable. I don't know if you... You never responded, but I put a... Uh, on our Twitter. I, I saw. I put a poll. I intentionally ignored it because here's what's here's what's going on. Can I explain what it is first? Maybe. Okay. If I stay quiet long enough. Thank you. I put a poll on Twitter and I said, I said, should M take Christine on... <laughs> There's a bug in here. M just spit <laughs> her milkshake up. That's a full bug. That's a bug. There's a bug? Yeah, it's moving. <gasps> Let me see. I mean, it's like a gnat or a fly. I'm sure it's, it's brand new because there's no actual ice cream on it you want me to get him out i'm not gonna drink that thing now christine it's, it's just a bug no it's like a, a fruit fly i don't want it i didn't even i was, right, already I was gonna drink it but it's root beer i don't like root beer and i spit in it okay let me save the bug though hang on oh my god he didn't do anything wrong he ate my milkshake he's a bitch he's a bitch he's covered in milkshake i don't think he can fly anymore just kill him just kill him christine he would have been Ew, now it's going to fly around, and I'm going to be pissed. I never th thought of you as the gnat-saving kind of person. I'm kind of grossed out. I don't want him to be alive. That's not good news. Don't show him to me. He was in my milkshake. Just flick him. He'll figure it out. Push him out the nest. Blow on him. Ugh, Christine, why are you even... This whole time a bug is just sitting on your fucking finger and you're not even grossed out. No, it's a gnat. It's not like a bug. It's got furry legs. There he goes. Did furry you legs? Under a microscope, he has furry legs. Under a microscope, you have furry legs. Probably true. Oh, snap. I went there. Meaning the follicle, I guess. Uh, my Marginally. legs are hairy without a microscope, so. Gross! Why is it Gross! Are you one of those people who doesn't shave your legs, too? No, I'm just lazy half the time. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Do I need to shave my legs? <laughs> no, you don't. You? I just, I mean, I'm learning am about I, how you save bugs. You might also one be of one of those, those people. people? Am I one of the, are you one of those people? I wouldn't have, ju I judge you more for the bug thing. You could have the longest hair on your legs, and I would judge you less than I the bug thing. I don't care if people shave their, I think it's stupid that we don't have to shave all their hair, but whatever. Go save a bug or something. Been there, done that. <laughs> I've never saved a bug, and I never plan to. What's wrong with you? Nothing. Okay, so here's all the ghost stuff. Okay. Wait, there was something that was happening. Yeah, and then you decided to say I one. was telling a story, and then you spit your mouth Oh, you did up. say something. What'd you say? <laughs> if I keep my mouth shut long enough. <laughs> you literally spit up so that I would stop talking. <laughs> yeah, okay. I just conjured a bug. Hello, everyone. We're back. I rescued a bug, and Em's not happy about it. Also, I made this poll on Twitter, 
called Should M Take Christine on a Paranormal Investigation? And the options were yes, of course, and definitely yes. <laughs> and there were 66 results, and they all said... How did that happen? Either yes, of course, or definitely yes, that M should take Christine on a paranormal investigation. And M refused to acknowledge any of it. Give me your pinky. Are you sure? Christine, look in my we eyes. You have to take Alexis because she's been asking me every day. Then I can't even give you the pinky promise Why? I was going to do. I was going to say, we c- it's a Friday night. We can literally you go didn't. tonight. I asked you on our sleepover to bring your EMF reader. Guess what you didn't bring? Christine, it's Friday. Do you want to have a sleepover and we can go right now? We won't be along. If we do this... Wait, out. Where are we going? I... This isn't... Finish your story. <laughs> so is it a yes or a no? I d- my brain isn't even functioning there. <laughs> I, can we do it here in my apartment? I don't want to leave the apartment. What do you want us to do with it? Just I sit here? I want to play Ouija board. No, <laughs> <laughs> You said you'd bring your EMF reader. You did not bring it, so I, I can. I will literally go get it. Can can we can I make the decision after we finish to see how long it takes us to finish? Yes. Because at this rate, we're not going to get out of here by midnight. Okay. All right. Okay. Here are the ghosts. So the first one is there's a man in a white coat named Joseph. Ew. <laughs> I know. I hate the name too. Well, <laughs> a man in a white coat. Well, so he was a doctor there. So he had like to the take you away. He had the white coat. Like a doctor. Oh, Blaze has a white coat. Oh, ew. Is his name Joseph, too? How did you? Yeah. Gross. He had a white coat ceremony. Oh, did you go? Mm-hmm. So sweet. Let's kill it. <laughs> okay. So, uh, he was a doctor who contracted tuberculosis from his patients. Mm. Great. Uh, that would suck, dude. If Blaze ever has a patient with TB, run away. Far, far away. He is known to wander the the halls near the surgery room and that's because he died mid-surgery where they were also removing his ribs to give his (gasps) lungs a chance to heal after inflating and getting so swollen oh god but he died during the surgery no surprise and is often seen in the building especially when it's dark like if people bring flashlights or um, anything like that he doesn't show up but you'll still feel him around you can like feel a presence but when you turn off the lights and he knows you're like super susceptible and vulnerable that's when he usually shows but you can see him clear as day like i was reading a couple um like personal experience um with like a, i guess Accounts. not really yeah and there was one guy who's been on a lot of investigations so he's like he's he usually knows when his eyes are playing tricks on him right but he saw clear as day like oh. a black shadow in a white coat that- walking through walls and looking at him it's pretty creepy the creepy thing is that white coat somehow is just so spooky to see that in the dark well it's weird to see a ghost in uniform right Ooh. i think Ooh. it's like you just imagine they're all kind of wafting around but when you've got something it's not just like part a, of our a, world a shadow it's like it has a, a coat on <laughs> it has a purpose uh, well, that's like the Stanley where you said that it was like the military coming yeah, yeah, yeah. in a battalion at you. No, no, that was Deirdre Harbor's Ferry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was her story. Yeah. Also freaking terrifying. Creepy. So on the third floor, there's a little girl with a face that uh, has no eyes. And she runs up to you and through you. <laughs> that's out of that fucking sinister movie or some shit. That actually is. It, it's like out of one of those movies that you invent. Like I know. Terrifying. So then there's also a little boy named Timmy who was six or seven when he died in the hospital. But he used to play with this leather ball all the time. Like this Aww. bouncy ball. And Bouncy leather. A bouncy ball. But now he's seen with a leather ball. Um, and he just like plays with it. 
and a lot of visitors will bring him toys to like mm-hmm. invite him to play and visitors will see a ball roll down the hallway out of nowhere and then like land at your feet <gasps> and then when you turn around and look back it's gone that's crazy and then when you turn around and look back it's there again like it'll keep like disappearing and reappearing ew that's or the ball will follow you like if you see it at your feet and you walk away like half an hour later it'll roll out of another hallway at oh, your feet oh that's so creepy that's my friends <laughs> <laughs> it's grease live hello it's john um, travolta <laughs> Uh, so there's also a hearse, like like a phantom hearse that right. appears in the back of the building, and it drops off and leaves caskets. Ew! So like you can see the thing leave coffins there and then drive away, and you can see the coffins still sitting there, and then they'll slowly fade out of your of your sight. Ew! And that's from it. It happens right where the death tunnel is. So I guess they used to leave the caskets there to be able to put the bodies in oh, for them to no. load. You can also smell cooking. Um, it's usually the smell of fresh baked bread. That like that kind of a haunting I'm down I'm with. Down with that. You know, it's like, oh I smell If fresh. I die and your kitchen smells like brownies, <laughs> you're fucking welcome. I'm gonna smell milkshakes and uh... <laughs> also it would be like it would also still be a fuck you because you'd smell really good brownies, but there wouldn't be any. Fair. Fair point. That's where I get you. But I'd rather have that than like a man in a white coat or a girl with no eyeballs coming at me. Maybe every now and then I'll just throw a coat at you. <laughs> You'll just remove your eyes and run toward yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> which i don't like at all okay solid i'll put that in the in the books in what books like my to-do list of oh. things i plan to do when oh, i yeah. die first and like on the, you'll put the it shit on the out book. of you got you okay good uh so there's also moving shadows obviously cold spots unexplainable screams and wailings uh slamming doors you know typical stuff there's also the strange sounds and eerie footsteps but there's loud banging from nowhere only when you're alone um and you can be in one room and another person can be in another room on another floor and they'll both hear the banging at the same time it's like they'll walk each other and be like i'm hearing banging right next to me and they'll be like me too but they're the only two people in in the whole building why are there anybody alone and why are you doing that because i think they're braver than us obviously so then there's balls of light that literally get thrown at you Oh, good. Like, energy balls will just get thrown at you and try to, like, hit you. I don't know what happens when they hit you, but they do. There's also lights in the windows as if power is running through the building, which is a lot like slaughter pen. Yeah. And uh, objects are thrown at visitors. So one of the accounts I read, this guy saw the the guy in the white coat and then tried to follow him. And then all of a sudden he heard this loud growl and he was trying to run, like, run away. <laughs> And he saw something at the corner of his eye, like, fly past him and, like, heard, like, a, like a clank against the wall. And he looked, or, he looked down to see what passed him, and it was a fucking brick. Like, someone <laughs> threw a brick at him and almost hit him. Which is better aim than I have, and I'm alive. What? <laughs> and I have muscles. <laughs> well, not a lot of those, but I have more than a ghost. <laughs> I have, like, an arm, you know? I just want you to keep explaining. <laughs> I have an arm. All, all the that things that you have. I have torque and physics behind me. <laughs> I have a muscle. Well, some muscle. <laughs> well, well like, a muscle. <laughs> I, have I have an arm. I have, like, a space where muscle should be. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, like, alive. One day it might fill itself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> also, people get punched in the face by invisible what? forces. And uh, spirit clouds will just appear in front of you and then vanish. Like so the, what the like, fuck is a spirit cloud? Like the just like mist, mist clouds. 
And they'll punch you in the face? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know if they're, like, related. <laughs> Can you imagine if you just see this beautiful mist forming and all of a sudden you just get knocked out? <laughs> it, like, sucks you in the... <laughs> clocked in the face. So one of the main rooms is called uh, Room 502, which is apparently where a lot of nurses died. So one nurse was stabbed to death by a patient. What? Wait. Oh, I thought you meant of TV. Suddenly she's being stabbed to death. Yeah, this is real. The fuck? Another nurse named Mary Hillenberg, who allegedly hung herself because she was hooking up with a doctor who <gasps> got her knocked up and then didn't want to take responsibility like a typical man. Fucking male privilege. Let's talk about it. You and your big old penises. Listen. Well, you, little penises. Yeah, well, don't, don't. Any size. Don't compliment them. Listen. <laughs> if you donate to our Patreon. <laughs> what the fuck? You can hear an episode of where we talk about. Male privilege and all the sizes of penises. When are we doing that? <laughs> well, because we already did one on geriatric abuse. So oh, I oh, we haven't done it yet. You're just telling me now oh, we're going to have oh, the conversation. Yeah. If sure. you guys want to hear about it. I can talk about penises. Oh, my God. We're going to lose every donation we've ever gotten tonight. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying it'll be accurate considering I have zero experience. I've had way too much wine. But I can guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I can guess and I... Not, we'll, we'll, we'll see how that goes. We can hear what M thinks about penises. <laughs> that's, well, that's it, folks. <laughs> Is that okay. worth your patience? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for I'm volunteering. Sorry. I'm drinking too much. <laughs> it's Friday. Keep going. Okay. So, yeah. So, so this is important. Another nurse named Mary Hillenberg hung herself because doctor got her pregnant, didn't want to marry her. So she either hung herself um on a pipe in the bathroom or she jumped off a building we don't know which one Ugh. but they like the main the main one is that she hung herself like every that's the one that they would tell you at the on the tour that's that she heartbreaking hung herself. and then while she was pregnant yeah oh god and then there's another version where the doctor didn't want her to have the baby it also tried to have an abortion and then like Ugh. fucked up the abortion and then just killed her to cover up his story well i was worried there was an abortion involved too but all of this is just equally bad mm -hmm. well and then you think like but think about it she was stuck on, in this place because yeah she couldn't she leave the community leave and like go back to her family if she's pregnant like, right she's stuck there yeah oh and then another nurse uh, jumped from the top of the building right above room 502. So there's a lot of nurse, nurses dying there. Mm -hmm. So in room 418, two patients named Elizabeth and Jane, I guess, were best friends. And they both had tuberculosis and were dying. Oh, my God. And they made a pact that whoever died first would contact the other. This is literally <gasps> us. This is, li this is yeah. We literally just had this conversation. You just said you'd bake brownies and then come at me with no eyeballs. <laughs> well, I agreed to half of that. Okay. Uh, but I would definitely show up in a mist and then punch you in the face. Oh, yeah, that one. That's so, a good one. Uh, they promised they would show up by appearing in the facility, uh, like in the room that they were in. So that room is now a hotspot for activity, too. So people say that they've seen an old woman whose legs and hands are chained, <gasps> bleeding, running, and screaming at you. <gasps> Wait, what? I guess they were held down. Wait. I don't really know what's going on. Oh, this sounded like a fun, like, oh, we're best friends. Let's contact each other. Now yeah, they're but now they're both dead, so they don't have to prove it to anyone. So I guess they turn into evil ghosts, and they're just chained and chasing people. Good. Well, maybe that was our pact. They were like, yeah. let's actually, talk. let's make that our pact. That would be more fun. Yeah. Let's okay, scare the whoever, shit out of people. Whoever dies first, will uh -huh. we will haunt the other until the other one goes. But then when we're both dead, we will team up in the other realm oh, yeah. and start haunting everyone else. Oh, yeah. We'll scare the shit out of people. Can't boys. wait. 
oh, and then when Geo dies, we'll all just. But Gio, that's the thing. Geo will never die. Well, because I can't accept that. But when Geo dies, I'll die at the same time. So right, I have a broken heart, a thousand percent. Sure, like, I'm there with I've you. Told, so maybe we'll all die together. Right. I've told Blaze many times I'm going to jump off a bridge when Geo dies, <laughs> and he he thinks I'm I'm. He's like, that's not a funny joke, and I'm like. Like, where's the joke? Yeah, no, it's not a joke. And <laughs> I know like, I shouldn't say that, but I can't comprehend it any other way, so. It was, I mean, this is the closest thing you've had to a child, oh, so. Yeah. Like, I will love him more than any child I ever had, <laughs> to be quite honest. I hope your children hear this one I day. do, too. They need to understand. Dear future children, I love a dog more than you. Good luck living. As I drink my wine. <laughs> they're like, yes. Good luck adjusting well on Earth. You know they're in therapy already. <laughs> oh, a thousand percent. So, okay, so in room 18, on that whole floor, on the fourth floor, there's also loud crashes. Thermal detectors have picked up shapes of full-bodied people moving around. Um, there's a distinct sense of being watched wherever you go, but, like, watched incredibly mm, close like, on you. Um, some shadows are like, intelligent and dimensional enough to be able to see looking around corners. Like, you can see them bend around corners. Ew. And they will look directly at people who shout at them, which is the fucking craziest. They're supposed to ignore you like you don't matter. But then all of a sudden they go, boom. That like, gives me chills. That gave me chills, too. That's creepy. That's the worst. Also, if I saw a ghost, I would not shout at it. But if I did, I would hope it wouldn't actually hear me because it kind of doesn't have ears. Right? It's supposed to just but be... But its soul hears you. Ugh. And then it goes, what do you want? And then it, like, notices you as a person. You, I'm like... I know, me too. <laughs> I'm losing my mind right now. So, blah, 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 blah. Oh. Everything that has ever happened at the Waverly Hills, or everything as far as we can go back um, about the ghosts that haunt the place, have all been confirmed by the security personnel who are still on the grounds now. Oh, no. And they all say... Like, they are willingly admitting that the building is haunted. They have seen, like, little Timmy, like, roll balls down the Ew, hallway. They've Timmy. seen the shadows of, like, the white coat man. They've seen little girls running through the halls. They've seen things get thrown at people. They've seen the lights as if there's electricity flowing through the place. Like, they've seen it all, and they say there's nothing that we deny. It's always the employees. Like, they know. Yeah, well, if they say it, it's like, well, they see something. It's like, well, they have to be there eight hours a day. And they don't want to be, so it's not like they're <laughs> looking for it. There's also um, just a couple, one, oh yeah, people have had bricks thrown at them uh, to avoid going into certain rooms and puddles in the building because <gasps> remember they had, it was such an open space because they needed all the fresh air in there for the patients. So right. a lot of the building was built to be open. So there were, there weren't a lot of doors and walls on these places. And since they never really restored it, there's still all these openings that are just straight out into nature. So leaves get in, water gets in, all that stuff. So they had, you know, if it rains and there's puddles in the building, you can see wet bare footprints, <gasps> like leaving tracks all around the building. Ew. And a couple different accounts, because I didn't believe the first guy. And then I read that other people had witnessed it, too, that if you're in a room by yourself and you're talking to someone and there's a puddle, you'll hear a splash and uh. look down and you can literally see footprints form and walk away from I you. I cannot with that. Um, that is terrifying. So this was... This is kind of buzzkilly, but people also need to hear it. Um, so rumors suggest that the hospital in its prime when it was a sanatorium, over, over 63,000 deaths happened at this facility, which statistically was one every half hour, <gasps> like one death every 30 minutes. Jesus. And the number was 63,000 or more. But um, a lot of people who worked there at the time and also looking back on medical records, mm -hmm. people have been able to debunk that 
which sucks because like it's big draws people are like wow like in what like 50 years of being a hospital 63,000 people died I mean that does sound like excessive yeah but it also sounds really haunted which is why a lot of people freak out about this place sure but I have to look informed and I can't be misleading people you guys were a really intellectual podcast we have master's degrees yeah in television which is why we have a radio show so <laughs> let's, let's take a moment of silence to, to cry about that. Let's take a moment of silence for my PhD. And, and also for my student loans. Okay, thanks. <laughs> anyway, moving on. If you want to donate to our Patreon. Oh, man, guys. Okay, so uh, records from the assistant medical director as well as a, a historian that worked there for 30 years. Um, they both confirm that the worst year for deaths on record was 1946 where 162 deaths were recorded it was actually 152 but then different files said 162 so it's just like a typo um hashtag typewriting hashtag i don't have a funny joke okay there's no backspace on a typewriter for the millennials listening so what's a typewriter right yeah so there was 162 deaths in its worst year so going off of that statistic the worst case possible was that there was an average of 104 deaths every year which is around a death every three days not a death every half hour if you go by the statistics that are in the records the highest that the death rate could have been was up to 8700 that's it's still 8750 years that's still a shit ton of people yeah but so people but i've seen a lot of like those quick like 30 second videos where they try to like sell you like right. a scary haunted house and it's like they show you like a c- couple quick facts all of them will say like over 60,000 people right. died and it's like actually over 8,000 people died which is like still just a lot. still horrible but it's totally... it's only like it's just still a fraction yeah. of what they're trying to sell you totally i get it yeah 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 so anyway that's the waverly hill santorum oh, i thought when you were gonna say buzzkill it was gonna be like some people say it was never a hospital at all. <laughs> it actually never existed. Exactly. <laughs> okay. I'm ready. All right. Listen. Okay. <clears throat> How long is it? Welcome. It's not long. Okay. I'll try to keep it sweet and certain. Will you? I'm going to try. That's all I ask of you is to keep it sweet and certain. That's my middle name. Yeah, and sweet and certain Schultz. <laughs> you're the most sweet and certain person I know. <laughs> hey, what's happening to us? All right. Nothing good. All right. Here we go. Let's talk about... Gre- this is me trying to amp myself Christine's up. Christine's <laughs> losing it. You, do you need to amp yourself up again? I'm amped. Pass. Ready? The cranberry sauce. I have mashed potatoes. Ooh, the, the turkey, turkey looks great. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for being there. Everyone's thinking... The whole world's thanking you, thanking us, but thanking you. <laughs> Kill, Kill the, the turkey. turkey. Okay, we're amped. Go. Geo did not even flinch. Look at him. He's like, I'm fucking over it. He's like, Christine does this four times a day. <laughs> okay. This story is about Gregory Scott Hale. I don't know who that is. You know how I found him? I went on Murderpedia. There's a list of letters where you can look people up by their letter. Mm-hmm. I clicked on a random one, and then I just kind of was going through, and I picked one. Mm-hmm. And it sucked. So then I picked another one. Oh. And that also sucked. And then I picked this one. And I was like, this will work. I didn't want to, like, set it up like it was so magical that it was the first one I picked. 
No, third third time's the charm. Yeah, the first one I picked was about killing a bunch of American Indians, and I was like, I don't want to talk about that. It's really just not, no, it's not okay. All right. Not that any of this is okay. I want to preface that. All right, let's... I'll be the one to judge that. <laughs> You'll be sweet and certain. I'll be sweet and certain. <laughs> Gregory Scott Hale. All right. On June 6, 2014, 36-year-old mother of six, Lisa Marie Hyder, was on her shift at the liquor store where she worked in Tennessee. Uh, she called her ex-husband, who she was so close with, for a ride home, but he was in another town, so he told her to wait there until he could get back. A couple hours later, when he finally got back to town, he called her, but she wouldn't pick up the phone. Oh, no. Not a good start. She gone. She gone. She gone. She gone, bitch. Oh. <laughs> um, and Hood Christine is out to play. And help me. <laughs> Germany's here. Thank God I edit this, because if other people edited this, I would be so... I think this is why... I, I think that's why I let you edit, because I'm like, she's not going to make us sound... So bad. I think I like run such a tight ship on the editing because I'm like, <laughs> there are things that no Cannot one be known. No one is allowed. Okay, to Okay, but can you keep that part in because it was so good. <sighs> I never hear you say bitch, and it's always a treat. <laughs> it's always a treat because I'm obviously the more crude one out of the two of well, us. Well, you're the sweet and certain one, and, and I'm uh, only by day. I'm the hood one. I don't even feel comfortable saying hood. <laughs> Which is why I'm the crude one out of the two of us. My skin is crawling. <laughs> okay. Anyway. So her ex-husband came home finally and spent the weekend trying to get a hold of her because... So they had... She was a mother of six, but she and this ex-husband, they had two children together. And the youngest was only a year old, but ev they talked to their mom every day. So he spent the weekend trying to get a hold of her, and she would never answer the phone. So she, he was, like, obviously worried because uh, she spoke to her kids every day. A couple days later, police got a call from a man who said his neighbor had asked to use his digger, like his digging shovel equipment. No, like a digger, like a oh, like 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 a cat, like one of yeah, those. Yeah, like... yeah, exactly. Okay. What the fuck? I don't know the machinery. Yeah, like the construction equipment digger. Yeah, a uh, crane. No, not a crane. Why are we so bad at this? It's I called a digger. No, it's not. Yes, it is. My stepdad literally owns one. It's called a digger. I mean, I get it. Cat digs. is the brand, yeah, but it's. There's another word for it. It's the one that scoops. <sighs> what is it called? An excavator. Yes. Okay, it's called a digger slash excavator. Okay. Oh, okay. So a couple days later, police got a call from a man who said his neighbor had asked to use his excavator to hide a body. He just straight up asked. He was like, "Can you help me out? Help a neighbor out." It's bold. At least he's direct about it. He's, like, letting you know what you're in for. Yeah, he's, like... He's not putting any wool over your eyes. He's not, like, I'm planting some petunias. Yeah, with an excavator. With it's a big garden. I have a lot of plants. I'm planting an oak tree. <laughs> I, have, I have a really big plants for my backyard. <laughs> Just wait. Just give me the excavator and you'll see what I'm talking about. <gasps> you, you'll, you'll know what it means. You won't be sorry. <laughs> um, so the police arrived at the neighbor's home and found human remains on his property. Yummy. This guy was named Gregory Scott Hale. The body. The guy. The guy. Okay. Sorry. Let me start that over. No, I think I just heard I forgot it wrong. the Yeah. Okay, so the police arrived at so the they got this tip from the neighbor, then they arrived at Gregory Scott Hale's home who, mm -hmm. who was the one asking for right, the right. excavator. They found human remains on his property. Um, How many? Let me tell you. 
Big plans. Big plans for his backyard. <laughs> by pe- by petunias, I meant people. There's all, sor- <laughs> all sorts of fun things under the manure. They took Hale into custody to question him, and he immediately confessed to everything, telling them the gruesome details. It turns out Hale had offered Hyder, who was the woman uh-huh. who worked um, at the liquor store, a ride home. But instead of taking her home, he took her to his parents' house where he lived and proceeded to murder, dismember, and eat her. Yummy. Wait, eat her? Mm-hmm. Raw? That's ID- not enough detail. IDK? I judge him more if she's raw. Here's what the police... I, I know you have a thing about how it's okay to cook bodies and eat them, but... I don't think it's okay. It's I just think, like, if you're, gonna, if you're gonna do it, do it right. No. No. That's what I say to that. Here's what the police report officially states. Quote, Subject beheaded her, cut off her hands, placing her head and hands in a plastic bucket. He cut off her feet and other body parts, placing them in another bucket, and buried the victim's torso in a burn pile at the residence. Hmm. Police found the torso without its limbs. And I have a thing about torsos, and I don't know why, but, Hmm. like, torsos really upset me. Like, there was a thing in Boston. Like, even when they're attached to people? Like, does mine bother you? Yeah. I can't stop staring at your fucking torso. I get it. Cover that shit up. I get it. It's honestly, it's big and hairy and gross. It's all. <laughs> it's hairy. What if you had a it's hairy It's just got torso. a bunch of furry hair on it. <laughs> just a big old, what? Just one big hair. Get your furry, hairy torso out of here. Actually, I'll find it later. Do you have a long hair? Yeah, but like I have like a permanently long one. Doesn't that freak you out when you're suddenly like, where did this come from? No, but from? I've had it my whole life. It like literally goes out to here. Seriously? Yeah, it's really weird. And then if I like, if I like pull it or tweeze it, literally like a it week comes back. Later, it like, but it'll be back within like seven days. It's that long again. Like my follicle is just a superman. Oh, that's just, crazy. Just goes. I have a thing about torsos. This is where we began this conversation, <laughs> because when we were in Boston, someone told a story about finding it. There was like a guy who found a torso in a suitcase. And somehow that upset me so much that it was just a torso with no head, arms, or legs. It was just a torso. Mm-hmm. And something about that, like, skeeves me out so bad. I don't know why. I don't know why. I, it, it's just like... I could I can understand that. My, my first thought right away is, did they... Like, was it someone alive when that got cut off? Because, like, I wonder, like, did you have to feel it or are you dead and, like, the... Because well, it's so much nicer to think you were dead and didn't feel that experience. I mean, if the head is gone, I feel like you're a goner right but if you're just finding a torso in a suitcase like you don't know what happened to the body well no sure but the point like and then someone said well wouldn't you rather find the torso than the head and i'm like no i'd rather find the fucking i swear to god i'd rather find a head something about it i don't know why like it makes you look like a snake doesn't have the limbs yeah it's just gross okay so anyway oh okay so he also admitted to eating parts of her body as part of a satanic ritual of course satan's involved uh, he told investigators that he fulfilled an obsession in wanting to kill a person and dismembering hit them. Okay. Um, and he also admitted to eating her. Uh, so any guess, this is where the fun interactive part begins. <clears throat> do you have any guess on... Choose my own adventure. Choose your adventure. Who do you think his role model was in all this? Albert Fish. No. Good guess. Um, good guess. Hannibal Lecter? Mm-mm. Who? Also a good guess. Uh, Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker. Uh, he didn't uh, eat anyone, though, did he? I don't think he did. I don't think he did either. Okay. But he, I'd lo- but he was sort of like a Satanist or whatever. So oh, he, oh, okay. he like was a quote unquote Satanist. He thought he was the Night Stalker. Basically, he followed Richard Ramirez's manifesto to a T. 
Um, there was a psychiatrist and serial killer expert, which, by the way, like, that's a cool-ass job. Yeah. Like, if you go on a Tinder date and they're like, I'm a serial killer expert. Well, that's a hit or miss. You're right. That could it's go like, really it's wrong. Like, it could go really well or really bad. And if it goes bad, you're probably... But if it goes really well, that's probably the one for you. Yeah. I wish I had one of those. Like, like one of those, like, like, it's, a, it's a make or break. That would be like Mariska Hargitay. But if it goes bad, it's like, you're dead. Probably. Right. Yes. Anyway, um, so his name was Dr. Dietz, and he interviewed Ramirez in prison and said... Hale thought he, too, was a night stalker. He identified with Ramirez, looked up to him, and idolized him. Ew. I know. Uh, he hadn't killed anyone before, as far as they could tell, but Dr. Dees believed that he likely staged rehearsals where he would stalk women and imagine how it would be to rape, kill, and capture them. Holy crap. Holy crap. Okay. Um, and another uh, guy named Dr. Stephen Egger, who's an associate professor of criminology, University of Houston, said that if Hale hadn't been caught after this first murder, he probably would have gone to murder several others and become a serial killer. So he, like, had everything in the making to become a serial killer. Um, but he was caught. And I think one of the reasons that once they arrested him, I mean, he was dumb enough to ask his neighbor for help in, like, burying the body. Um, but I think one of the, the Dr. Dietz guy, he said that he thinks that he confessed because he just wanted the notoriety of being a killer and he had, okay. he was so obsessed with Richard Ramirez that he was like I just need the attention of like oh this guy murdered and dismembered this woman like he needed that attention and he couldn't wait any longer you know and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and so he just gave himself up um so after after they you know put him arrested him he was put on a 1.5 million dollar bail um then they started to look into him uh Hale's neighbors and associates called him weird and a devil worshiper uh they found out police found out that he was once fired from his job at a meat processing plant slash slaughterhouse uh after the owner caught him performing a satanic ritual at work yeah. uh and co which is probably like of all of the jobs the place that you could get away with it <laughs> the easiest because if you're chopping yeah. up heads anyway yeah. you know you're slaughtering how bad at the satanic ritual must you be to get caught with cutting an animal up the wrong way the thing is like right like a satanic ritual is literally slaughtering an animal and if you work at a slaughterhouse it's, it's like you like, did it. you did your job you just light a candle and then suddenly i think maybe that was the trick the boss was like you don't light candles when you kill them <laughs> you're not supposed to pray to satan while you're you not do supposed this. to draw a pentagram on the animal <laughs> you're supposed to kill them this is a hamburger you that was just... that was i think what he got caught up it, in it must have been that was that was the sign god damn it um he easy also, mistake we 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 could it could happen to us listen i draw pentagrams on everything it's you like know? and you draw a pentagram on the wrong thing and suddenly you're all of a sudden you're a devil worshiper oh my god it's like honestly it's rude it is <laughs> it's like learn to respect people who are different from you <laughs> maybe i'm just practicing my shapes yeah <laughs> with five points <laughs> did you see that thing about outback steakhouse and <laughs> Penn i'm sorry i really love outback steakhouse. can we talk about this i will always find a segue into it i think it was outback steakhouse or it was like a walmart it was like a chain we have no more australian listeners after that one episode so no. it doesn't really matter what you no, say no we don't no 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 um i don't know how we got on that after like a meat processing plant i don't remember i really don't know 
So he was once fired uh, from his job at a meat processing plant after the owner caught him performing a satanic ritual at work. Uh, coworkers remember him taking eyeball, blood, and bones of the animals home with him. That might have also tipped them off. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> nobody thought to report that? Oh, he took the eyeballs of the cow home. Yeah. Okay. Uh, his Facebook, so then they looked into his Facebook, and that was also full of disturbing images, creepy comments. Uh, he referenced cannibalism, Scandinavian mythology. Oh, yeah, that one. Oh, you know, the creepiest of all. Yeah. According to his Facebook, he had a girlfriend and a teenage son named after a Norse god. They did not tell me the name. Who doesn't? <laughs> I bet it was Thor. <laughs> you know what? It yeah. probably was. Yeah. I mean, Asgard is pretty close, so. <laughs> um, there were photos of him holding... Okay, this is so creepy. There were photos of him holding weapons, like a long blade sword and a mask. And I have the photo for you. What? Oh, and that's him oh, with a snake, shit. too. I ruined the surprise. Oh, I... That's him holding a bladed sword with a mask. That's fucking creepy, dude. Uh, that's him holding uh, a snake. Nice. Uh-huh. He looks exactly like the kind of person I would want to take to parties. Uh, he looks like the kind of person that would for sure put a torso somewhere. <laughs> yeah. And ruin my life. Right. Okay. Uh, one of the photos had... It was, like, his face, and it had this demonic, like, face paint with, like, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, avatar lines all over like his tribal face. tribal print. Yeah, like, tribal lines, exactly, all over his face. Um, in another picture, he's cradling a snake, which I showed you. He had an anarchy symbol tattooed on his, on his shaved head. Um, and then I have some screenshots of his Facebook statuses, because I'm a creepy Facebook stalker. Mm-hmm. Oh, show me. Scott Hale, April 10th. This was, like, right before he murdered her. Okay. I was thinking today and wondered if someone was to become a cannibal and eat a vegetarian, would the vegetarian taste like that fake soy meat like they got in some fast food places? Fucked up, but also an intriguing question. But also he ate a woman, so. I mean, I know, but, like, if we're playing, like, a hypothetical game, he doesn't exist. Like, it's like having a grass-fed cow versus, like, you know what I mean? No, no, but... A grass-fed cow doesn't taste like soy. It's still a cow. It's right, still but wouldn't beef. like I know. it doesn't suddenly taste like not meat because it's eating. I know, grass. I know. But I do think like whatever human meat tastes like, which is apparently pork. I know it's fucked up, but like just play along. But like, depending on what they eat, I wonder if they would taste slightly oh, better. I'm, no, I'm sure they would know? taste different. It's the same with like cows and stuff. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. They don't taste like soy. No, I disagree with that. I think right. that's too far. He says, but would, I wonder which would taste better. He said, would a vegetarian taste like fake soy meat? No, because it's you're eating flesh of a person. I wonder what the average standard of a human meat would taste like. All right. M, clearly, if anyone's going to become a cannibal out of this podcast. I would never become a cannibal, but I would love... No. What to you, know. Like, no. just have, like, an inherent knowledge of it without anyone having Why? to do something. Why do you want to know that? Just a fun fact. If you incite somebody who listens to our podcast... Nobody eat a human. Don't. I know it tastes like pork. Disclaimer. That's all How do you know that? Because enough people have written about it. This is why I'm turning vegetarian. Okay. Next. Uh, his other uh, Facebook status from that year was, R.I.P. Night Stalker, wish I could have met you when... Uh, Richard Ramirez yeah, it's fucked up. died in prison. Uh, the video that he posted, look at this. 
R.I.P. Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker. Rest in peace, Richie. I, I love, love you, you, my friend. friend. <laughs> no. So he quoted that and See, wrote, you make fun of me for shit, like, wanting to know, like, random facts about what things taste like. But you think, like, I, like, we're not going to, like, get hung up on this? On what? This is fucked up. Of course it's fucked up. That's literally it's, the point of me telling you. It's fucked up. But I don't want to experience it. <laughs> okay, fair. I know it's fucked up. It's very fucked up. Me telling you about eating people and you saying, oh, that's interesting, is different from me saying, <laughs> this guy, Richard Ramirez, who murdered a bunch of people and raped a bunch of people, died. He's a horrible fucking person. Also, like, the, the I love you, my friend, is the creepiest part. Yeah, I don't know who the fuck posted that. Yeah, someone had to originate that for it to get shared. Then, this is one of his quotes. I hug the... This is one of his Facebook statuses. I hug the people I hate so I know how big to dig the hole in my backyard. Smart. Like, if you're gonna do it. At least he's thinking ahead. Yeah, but also don't post it on Facebook. Like, think it... Right. That's very... Like, he's not thinking that far ahead if he's, like, outing himself. Think it in your head and then leave it at that. Be like, oh, okay, three feet wide. He had a plan and then went two steps backwards by accident. And then was like, oh, social media. (laughs) Oh, oops. I forgot. (laughs) Officers who responded to the tip found two plastic buckets filled with human remains um, and Hale gave no true motive for the killing. Uh, After the police arrived at his house... Oh, no, he told police that after uh, he and uh, the woman arrived at his house, they were sitting around the fire and talking when he decided to attack and kill her before dismembering Mm -hmm. and eating her and so on. So, Hyder... So, Lisa's... Lisa Hyder's ex still blames himself, the one who she called, who was like, can you give me a ride? That's fucked up. I know. He said he was unloading his truck in a different town and wished he could have gotten there a little bit faster. Uh, The quote was, usually I rescue her every time something goes wrong. Uh, They'd been married for six years, but the year before they'd gotten divorced. Um, She had had a longstanding problem with alcohol and was recently diagnosed with ovarian cancer. Uh, but her ex said no matter what had happened, he still loved her deeply. And they had two children together. That's the really youngest sad. Was, the youngest was a year old. So it was Aww. just like really, really heartbreaking. Um, I remember reading that he actually forgave Hale for, for his killing actions. her. Yeah. And, okay. and he said like, it's just, I'm going to forgive it, forgive him and move on. Her dad, though, said, um, my daughter was mangled, butchered, and chopped up like a liver. There's nothing left. Yeah, I would be, I would not be able to forgive it. And said he, at this point in his life, he can't forgive him. Which, good for you to even say, at this point in my life, I can't forgive him. Like, I'd yeah, be that's like, too nice. I will spend the rest of my... I'd be like, I will find a way to fuck you up. My, I would literally commit my soul's eternity to yeah. fucking you over. I'd be like, and here we are. <laughs> and I'd here be we like, are. I don't care what karmic, like, what I'm supposed to learn in this lifetime. My soul, for the rest of its existence, would fuck you over. Yeah. That's my goal. So her aunt uh, wrote the following words that her cousin, so her aunt's daughter, Amanda, read aloud to reporters. So many people in your life tried to help, but it was not enough. God finally said, enough is enough. He loves you and will now give you the love you have always been wanting so desperately. Oh, that's sad. Um, so Hale was charged with first degree murder and abuse of a corpse. Okay. Uh, he was sentenced to life without parole after pleading guilty. Hmm. And he is still in prison. Well, I, 
I wonder if he was going to get the death penalty or something for him to like, if his plea bargain is life in jail and he's like, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Well, his family, I guess, or I'm sorry, her family is still when, at least when these articles were written two years ago, we're saying they were fighting for the death penalty. So gotcha. I guess that didn't happen, but they were definitely. How old is he now? Do you know? Um, I mean, at the time he was what? 37 in 2014. So he's what? 40. Oh, okay. So he's got a while. Oh, he's young. Yeah. Well, have fun there. I know. I read an article that was like, he could get out, but who knows? I'm like, what the fuck? It's no. like the American judicial system. Like, meh, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. He satanically butchered a woman. But Isn't that horrible that some people can go to jail for like seven years for murder, but then go to jail for like 30 years for marijuana? Oh, yeah. They'll have an ounce of marijuana and they spend the rest of their life in prison. <laughs> so stupid. And their family has to live without them. And then... Someone uh, puts a torso in a, oh. a burn pile, and they're there for five years. Yeah. Okay. That's that's fine. Good. America. America. <laughs> Red, white, and blue. I think everyone that doesn't live in America that listens to us is like, we're all better than you, and everyone knows it. Oh, yeah. And, and I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right. Yeah. You're not wrong. So that's that. So that was a... That was a... A whirlwind. A whirlwind. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> guys, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, we really did try to make our stories short this time. Oh, and boy, did we struggle! <laughs> so, um, we're not going to the graveyard tonight, I guess. No, we're not going to the graveyard. Well, thank you guys for maybe staying this long on the podcast and still listening to us. No one's here anymore. It's it's a a miracle that anyone listens to us actually i mean i'm not even here anymore so by the time these come out i completely forget what we've talked about and i'm still shocked with everyone else oh every time i re-listen i'm like what the fuck are we doing oh yeah i'll all of a sudden i'll say something random during the story and i'll listen to it a week later and i'm like why the fuck did i bring that up now like poor christine has to edit this <laughs> but it doesn't stop me as you can tell from tonight <laughs> we just get we're like devolving into just worse habits we're just turning into the worst kinds of people everybody in our apartment is asleep including geo right there oh he's so sweet including blaze including alexander everybody's just out including us in about a half an hour oh yeah i'm struggling um thank you guys so much for joining us we love you we do this for you we we do this for you. I'm such an idiot. <laughs> we do this. This for goes us. out to all our fans. I gotta be honest. We do this for us. <laughs> <laughs> we do it for Geo. We do. We do everything we do is for Geo. He's so sweet. Uh, Every little thing she does <laughs> is magic. <laughs> oh my god, I can't tell if that's the wine or the sleep deprivation. It's a really beautiful mix of both. Well, if you guys want to follow our absurdity. In our obscenities, you can find us at ATWWD podcast on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. And mm -hmm. you can email us at and that's where we drink at gmail.com where you can also send in your listener stories. The next one comes out July 1st. Uh, you can also help us a lot at Patreon, which is also on our website at and that's why we drink.com. And oh, and we just had uh, one of our listeners, Desi, helped us so much by fixing up the website that I made and then kind of fucked up. And, I, she <laughs> and was like, brought back to life she again. She was like, let me know if you need help. I was like, please help me. <laughs> let me know. I'm letting you know right now. Yes. Thank you for your <laughs> kind email. Fix everything. And uh, 
also the first of uh, July is your uh, our Patreon donators deadline to get the next round of merch. Um, new things are coming. We have some sort of production meeting coming up at some point this week where we will discuss new fun things for you. We sure do. I have a list. Also, the we're getting the all the May donators. We're getting your packages ready right now. Yes. So all the May donators, your packages are going out this month. Mm-hmm. The June ones will be going out next month, etc. Yes. Well, thank you guys. Also, uh, the new blooper reel just came out, right? Yeah, it did. It was super funny. Working on number three now. And we have a newlywed episode coming out on Patreon. We do have a newlywed. The birthday one went really well. That was a fun one. That was good. Let's we sur- finally got to talk about happy things. I know. People people, people were shocked by our reactions. It was hilarious. They were like, oh, you guys sound so genuine and thoughtful. It's like, because we're not talking about murder. Yeah. And people were like, <laughs> wow, you're so happy. I'm like, oh, I'm glad people are it's so like, we're sur- Geminis. We can do this. <laughs> <laughs> glad you're so surprised at how pleased we are. <laughs> we're finally not talking about dead people. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. And, um... That's, that's all she wrote. Why we drink? Oh, that's also why we drink. God. Okay, one, two, three. That's why that's we drink. Why we drink. God. Okay, try it again. Okay, one, two, three. And, and that's, that's why, why we, we drink. drink. Bye. <laughs> we, we did Bye. it. <laughs> In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, We've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.